Hello, FPL managers. Welcome to the FPL Optimized Podcast. This is episode number 72, which we'll aim to make short, like we tried last time, to give some recommendations for Game Week 20 based on the latest data, of course. I am Boss, the casual manager, and my co-host is Sirtop, the data scientist. This is the podcast in which we combine analytics with the good old eye test. Data or grass or data and grass? That's the question. We hope everyone could enjoy the Christmas break. We are recording this episode on Thursday evening with still a few games to be played. I didn't really have a really good game week 18 and game week 19 isn't looking too great either. However, I do still have five players left to play tonight, including my captain, Saka. So yeah, I hope things will look a bit better later tonight. Sirtop, I guess you beat my score in game week 18, right? That's correct. Uh, I finished game week 18 with 46 points and then you finished with 34 points, um, which brought head to head to 10, 8 uh, yeah. in my favor. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> sorry, you had a you had a rough game week again. I mean, I also got a red arrow, but yours was bigger. Yeah, I don't know what to say. I just missed a few of the key players, of course, with Solanke not in my team. He had a mm -hmm. big score, so I think that probably made the the difference between you and I for a big part. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was counting on the Chelsea boys, and I think uh, yeah, I was watching the game live. I had Sterling and Palmer. Uh, I think they could have a goal and an assist each, uh, looking at the opportunities they ha had. But in the end, yeah, you know, they didn't uh, <laughs> they didn't score. Instead, they both got a yellow card, which uh, <laughs> got them suspended for the next game. So yeah. that kind of sums up uh, how how cruel FPL can be at times. So yeah, uh, a bad game week and uh, so far also a bad season, as you can tell from my rank. Um, I think you also have a chart for game week 19. Yeah, for game week 19, obviously this is the live score because we are recording on Thursday and games are still going on. Um, yeah. I have 27 points so far. I think it's 28 with the live score. And okay. you had 9 before we started <laughs> recording and it should be 11 now. You you have two players, right? Uh, Pedro Porro uh, and yeah, Richarlison. Yeah, and Richarlison, and then later I have three Arsenal guys. But yeah, yeah. Tottenham is losing 2-0, so I'm not sure. No, <laughs> I just saw the 1-0, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, I counted on the Newcastle defense, I think as many people did against Nottingham, mm. but uh, yeah, they lost. With, uh, yeah. I had Dubravka and I had Cher, so that, that didn't give me much. Um, and for the rest, yeah, still a lot of my players are playing tonight, so as I said, uh, hoping that tonight uh, the luck will be on my side. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you started Holland though. Did you think he may might be back? Yeah, it was a guess. I didn't really think he would, but I thought like you know, if he would yeah. be back, it would be stupid to have him on my bench. So I just started him. Mm -hmm. uh, I've got Semenyo first on the bench, so he will come in with five points. Um, that's not in the score yet, so I think that will be added. Or did you count that already? Yeah, I think it's counted. You oh, okay. Minus yeah, I also took a minus four. Yeah, I took yeah. a minus four. So yeah, it's not looking too great. But I did go for an alternative captain. I went with Saka instead of uh, Salah, which I think most people mm -hmm. did. Yeah. So hopefully that will still pay off. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, but yeah, no. From that 
perspective not really a very good christmas for me <laughs> i hope uh, i hope the new year's eve will be better yeah um so yeah let's let's uh, look at i'll I'll, tr I'll do my best to uh, to stay positive and uh, <laughs> move forward and yeah with the game week 20 deadline coming up which is already on saturday i think one thing we need to keep in mind now is uh, the asia cup and the afcon Mm -hmm. uh, because in week 20 is the kind of final week in which we can uh, start players like Salah, Son, Kudus, Hichan, or whoever you might have in your teams who, who might go to the Africa or the, the Asia Cup. So yeah, they will leave after game week 20 and they will probably be away for a few game weeks. So I think that's something to, to keep in mind because... Um, that might have, yeah that might be a transfer out so personally what i will try to do is save my transfer for game week 20 so i'll have two free transfers for game week mm -hmm. 21 um but yeah i think sort of you and i were talking a bit about it earlier i think yeah. one thing that could be a little bit tricky is is the value that some people haven't have now invested in players especially like salah and son yeah. who increased in price of course uh since the start of the season so depending on how long you own them uh if you sell them and if you plan to buy them buy them back later you, you might be losing some money so yeah that's of course something i think people need to keep uh, keep yeah or need, need to consider yeah you're um, right uh, yeah for yeah. the afghan and asian cup uh right the players who won't be available well these are the key players obviously there are more but Onana, Bumbebo, Salah, uh, Decor, Kudus, yeah. Adingra, Abuniyi, yeah. Visa, Foster, Jackson. These are players for the uh, uh, African Cup of Nations. And also for Asian yeah. Cup, it's Tomiyasu, Son, Mitoma, and Hichan. They won't be available right. in Game Week 21, that's for sure. Right. Game Week 22 yeah. is a question. If their yeah. teams get eliminated, they might have enough time to come back and then maybe play that Game Week, but uh, it is a question mark. So the earliest they can be available is game week 23 and the right. latest it will be game week 26 for the teams that will uh, proceed to the final or uh, semi-final uh, yeah. in African Cup. Um, yeah, as you mentioned, if you have invested some, if you have some value in Salah or like players like Salah or Son uh, and if you're kind of planning to buy them back, you will lose that team value. Um, yeah. So it is always difficult to estimate what's the impact on the EV. But right. since these players are so expensive, the money you lose on them by selling them, in my opinion, is not that critical. Because if you keep them on your bench, um, you're essentially like playing with a quite suboptimal team for those game weeks. At yeah. least a game, game week or two or maybe three. So... Yeah. Then it boils down to this. So if you kind of believe that your player will be available in a short amount of time, like if you think that they will get eliminated at the group stage, which right. might be a little bit difficult to estimate, but if, if you believe in that, then you yeah. might consider to keep them on your bench. Yeah. But if you think that they will proceed, or if you're not sure, uh, like keeping players like Salah and Son for almost like five game weeks without, you know, with, with less team value... Uh, for yeah. the lineup is I don't know I don't think it's worth it uh, worth it so no. I will be selling Salah myself yeah yeah no that's the point and I think the other thing that will probably happen because a lot of people will be selling them that also their value or their price I should say will will also drop 
So by the time you buy you you by the time uh, you buy them back, they will probably be at a lower price anyway. So so that 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 could help. Um, <laughs> Just the other thing, maybe that you need to keep in mind, of course, like with a player like Salah, if you sell him and and you you de decide maybe to spread the funds over several players, then it's more difficult to to buy him back later. So that's yeah, yeah that's something to consider already. Have a plan ready. Like if you do want to buy Salah back in a few game weeks from now, then yeah, make sure that you will be able to do so by having uh, enough money in the bank, for example. Yeah. That's true. I mean, that's kind of what happened to people who switched from Salah to Haaland. And then we learned that Haaland is injured. So because they used two transfers and then going back yeah. to Salah meant uh, taking a hit, at least yeah. one hit. So that, that was a little bit painful for them. Yeah, indeed. Okay. So yeah, that's coming up. AFCON and Asia Cup. Yeah, mm -hmm. we will be missing some key players like Salah and Son. But, you know, I think it can also make the, the game uh, quite fun because people will now have to move away from those popular assets and will have mm -hmm. to uh, go for some alternatives. Yeah. So maybe we will see uh, people going for different strategies, which, of course, can make the game interesting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. With that in mind, um, let's take a look at the fixture ticker for the mm -hmm. next uh, upcoming game weeks. Sure. So this is, again, the ensemble data. We are averaging several models here. And in the first place, yep. we have Manchester City. Um, they have a really, really favorable fixture. This game, we get playing against Sheffield United at home. Uh, yeah. Their defense average is 5.2 point average. And mm -hmm. offense average is 5.9, which is pretty significant. Uh, if you are yeah. kind of watching on YouTube, you can see that like over this horizon, it might be the highest. Uh, the, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, City's projected point averages are always high, but this game week is exceptionally high. Yeah. Um, and in the second rank, we have Arsenal, who's playing against uh, Fulham, uh, but they're, they have good ga games in this horizon. They play against Crystal Palace in game week 21 and then Nottingham Forest in game week 22. Um, mm -hmm. That's why they are in the second place. Uh, in the third place, we have Liverpool uh, playing against Newcastle United. Offensively, it looks like a good fixture with 5.0 uh, point average for uh, offense players. And then we have Aston Villa in the fourth place. It plays against Burnley. That's a really good fixture too, both defensively and offensively. And yeah. then in order, we have Tottenham playing against Bournemouth, uh, Brighton playing against West Ham, Newcastle playing against Liverpool away. We have Chelsea playing against Luton Town. Um, so like, if you asked me earlier, I could have said that it's probably a favorable fixture, but... Um, for some yeah. reason, their projected point averages are low. Uh, and we should mention that it's an away game for Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, and Manchester United playing against Nottingham Forest. And at the 10th place, we have West Ham playing against Brighton at home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, I mean, the interesting thing is like with, with some players... Uh, either coming back or leaving, what the impact to the team will be, right? Like with mm -hmm. City, if Haaland comes back and probably also Kevin De Bruyne pretty soon, you know, um, a lot of people now have Alvarez, but, you know, it's, you, you could question if his position will still be secured once De Bruyne is back. 
Um, and um, yeah, I think for teams like Liverpool and, and Spurs, you could kind of consider like how will they perform without their key player like Salah and Son. Like a player like Richarlison, who is quite popular now, but um, if Son is not in the team, you know, we'll have to see how Spurs will, will perform. So a few, few things like that make it a bit more difficult also. So, of course, we need to look at the fixtures, but we also need to consider uh, which players are available, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, I should mention that some of these models uh, take care of those kind of uh, things pretty accurately. Like if, okay. let's say, like Salah is missing, how will it impact right. Liverpool's offense? Uh, yeah. But some others, they're not so good at this. I mean, it, depending on how um, complicated sure. your model is. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, but this is good. So these are the top teams we should keep mm-hmm. uh, in mind. Um, let's also look at the worst teams. Yeah, from worst to best, we have Sheffield United, uh, Burnley, yeah. uh, Luton mm-hmm. Town, Nottingham Forest, Wolves, Bournemouth, uh, Fulham, Brantford, Crystal Palace, and Everton. Yeah. Um, I mean, Sheffield United, we talked about it, but they're playing against Manchester City um, at away. And mm-hmm. Burnley is playing against Aston Villa. That That's why it's defensively a bad fixture for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, these teams uh, have been around here for a little bit. There are not too many changes, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, indeed. Doesn't change very much. Um just I think a few teams recently changed their coach, right? Like Sheffield mm-hmm. and also Nottingham. So that, of course, can change a little bit how the team will perform. We saw that Nottingham now beat Newcastle, which was quite yeah. surprising. So let's see how they will do going forward. Yeah, and we talked about Luton before. Luton has been surprising us, I think. Yeah, I think especially offensively, they... they, they so far, managed to score a goal almost in every game. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they're doing something right. They're not so easy to beat also. So, um, yeah. And then, yeah, looking at this chart, you know, there's even Wolves and Bournemouth who are actually doing quite okay in the league, right? So yeah, it's, uh, it's quite difficult to say each week, I think. Yeah, even when you look at the next game week, uh, you know, Take again the Newcastle Nottingham game as example, and you think, okay, you know, easy win for Newcastle, but then the opposite happens. <laughs> that's that's of course also quite nice about the league now that that it's uh, not so easy to predict, but it makes it a bit more difficult, of course, from an FPL point of view. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that yeah. was a little bit upsetting as a yeah. Newcastle defense owner, yeah. like we Indeed. both had actually, but yeah, yeah. Indeed, but yeah, yeah. these kind of stuff are always fun. Yeah, that definitely makes the league more competitive. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, we looked at the teams from mm-hmm. the good ones to the bad ones. And, uh, yeah, you think here you also have the goal uh, projections and clean yeah. sheet odds. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Rob T. FPL, again, these are the game week odds for game week 20. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, the you know, the first thing you kind of see in this chart is Manchester City's goal projection against Sheffield United is 3.35 which Mm. is again crazy high and Sheffield United's clean sheet ratio is only 4% so we are expecting lots of goals in in that game for City 
and the second thing is Aston Villa has a really good fixture in terms of expected goals. It is 2.45 against Burnley, and Burnley will have a clean sheet. Clean sheet, and Burnley has a clean sheet probability of nine percent. Mm-hmm. Um, and beside that, we have Liverpool uh, against Newcastle. Their goal uh, projection is 2.35. With okay. Newcastle keeping a clean sheet with 10% probability. Um, All right. I was kind of surprised to see it. I was kind yeah. of expecting Newcastle has a higher chance of keeping a clean sheet, but yeah. I will play uh, Ederson either way, so it doesn't uh, matter too much for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, and yeah. yeah, this is pretty much it. Do you have any kind of comments? No, it's just a concern for me not having a city attacker besides Haaland. Mm-hmm. And I think based on the latest comments from Pep, it doesn't look very likely that Haaland will be back. I mean, he did say that he's training, but he's you know not training with the group. So I think I saw on Twitter some people who are still hopeful that he might play. But at the same time, you could say, like, why would Pep risk it? Uh, in this game against Sheffield, he probably yeah, doesn't game, meet yeah. Haaland, so it's better to you know don't take the risk. But for me and and the the other managers who still capped Haaland, I think of course yeah I'll be starting Haaland, hoping that he will play, but it's it's not really likely. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah, and I think we'll look at it later. But the captaincy options for the next game week will look quite interesting, I think, because yeah. uh, we have we have a few. The games and a few players we we could bet on, but but let's yes. cover that later. Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, we looked at the fixture ticker, and now we also looked at the goals and clean sheet odds. So next up, let's look at the players that changed in EV, and we'll start with the ones that went up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so in this chart, we have Edward at the top uh, from Crystal Palace. His EV for the next six, six game weeks. Uh, increase around 16.4 and then we have yeah it's very significant and we have the core from Everton and his EV increased in game week 25 mainly almost 3 EV increase so it's a kind of a long term investment if you are thinking that way Um, so Wood at the third place his EV increased almost in every game week obviously he also had a good game week uh, so his projections, I think, increased. And in total, it increased around 5.2 over the next six game weeks, which is pretty nice. And mm-hmm. we have Palmer in the fourth place and Dubravka in fifth place. And finally, mm-hmm. and, and Rashford in sixth, Alex Moreno from Aston Villa seventh, Solanke in eighth place, uh, Tavernier from Bournemouth in ninth place, and finally Semedo from Wolves at 10th place. Uh, their EV increase is not that significant in general. It's uh, like around 2 EV for the next 6 game weeks. But yeah, if these players were in your kind of like watch lists, you can maybe consider after the EV changes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, interesting. Uh, just looking at it. I think Eduard is coming back from an injury. So maybe mm-hmm. the models are looking at that, considering that he will probably be back now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, as you mentioned, uh, Wood scored a hat-trick. <laughs> so yeah. I think people now uh, might be increasing his uh, expected output. 
Uh, Dubrovka is interesting because I think there is still some question over whether Newcastle might go for a new goalkeeper in, 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 the, in the January transfer window. So mm-hmm. I think that's something to keep an eye on whether you know uh, Dubrovka, Dubrovka keeps his spot or not. Mm-hmm. Um, Rashford also quite interesting because he was now playing together with Ganacho. I think they were both in the starting lineup. Um, so yeah, if 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 United keeps playing like that, then then and yeah, if if Rashford hopefully can find some form back, mm-hmm. then of course we know what he can do. So that's a definitely a player to keep an eye on. I think Alex Moreno, yeah, Dinho got injured, injured, so I think he looks more secure now. And mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, in, interesting options. Thanks for covering that. So these are the ones that went up in EV. Let's also look at the ones that went down. Sure. So we have Romero uh, at the yeah. top of this chart losing 11.5 EV over the next six game weeks. Mm. Um, we have Mateta yeah. in the second place from Crystal Palace. Uh, Adingra from Brighton, third place. And then we have Holland in the fourth place. Oh, okay. uh, we talked about it briefly, but because of yeah. I think, Pep's comments, like we were, uh, some models were kind of thinking maybe he will be back he by game week 20. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, he has like, almost a four EV drop for game week 20 and over the horizon is 5 4.9 so for this game week it's very significant but obviously game week 21 is almost two weeks away uh so yeah. those weeks didn't uh get affected much uh we have yeah. antonio in the fifth place uh, from west ham uh, mitoma yeah. in sixth place and neto from Wolves in uh seventh place Okay. Stones from Manchester City, eight. Richarlison is interesting hmm. in the ninth place. Yeah. And Digne at tenth place. Um, yeah. Not sure what to think about Richarlison here. Hmm. I mean, I was kind of also considering to buy him, but I was wondering yeah, if it is related to Yeah, I think it's what I mentioned before, kind of the Sun impact. Yeah, yeah Sun what impact. will happen to Spurs without Sun? I mean, yeah. you could say it's a good thing for Richarlison because the team will uh, rely on him uh, quite heavily. But uh, Sun being the key player, you know, they definitely will miss him. So... Let's see what will happen. I think there were also a few concerns over a back injury for Richarlison, but mm-hmm. he's playing tonight, so let's assume he's fine. Um, but yeah, again, what we discussed before, let's see what will happen to teams like Spurs, but also Liverpool yeah. with their key players leaving now to AFCON and the Asia Cup. Yeah. Yes. All right. Um, yeah, I think usually we go to the optimal team now. Is that what yeah. you have or did you prepare something else? No, I will go to optimal team. Um, well, obviously Excellent. this game week is the last game week to use yeah. your wildcard. So if you haven't used it, you need to use it. Well, you can burn it too, but I mean, it <laughs> makes more sense That's to use it. That's another option. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you do just single transfer, maybe use it. Um, so yeah. I used 101.3 team value. Um, and I used this team value because we sampled... Uh, like almost thousand teams to see where the team value is for an average team. Uh, so that's the value I used. I used different models and tried to get optimal plan for the next six game weeks with um, some also EV for the future game weeks added to the sixth game week uh, just so that, you know, it will be a good team for the long term. 
Yeah. Again, we allow transfers, but we won't be able to cover, you know, what each model is transferring. But you can kind of figure that out. Like if the team has Son, for example, you know that you need to sell him uh, probably like after this week. But let me go over them very quickly. So FBI Review has Turner and Ederson in, in the goal. Gabriel, Consa, Gusto, Alexander-Arnold and Volker in defense. Odegaard, Saka, Douglas Lewis, Palmer, Richardson in midfield, and Watkins, Solanke, and Alvarez in forward. You can notice that there are not too many premium players here, and so it leaves quite a bit mm. significant sum in the bank. And yeah. so usually it, well, the model uses that money to get, for example, Holland back, and then back. when you know Salah or Son is available, you can get them back too. Right. Um, in for Mikael Tokvam, Flecken and Ederson are in the goal. We have Gabriel Zinchenko, Alexander-Arnold, Byrne, Pedro Porro in defense. Douglas Luiz, Eze, Olise, Son, Bowen in midfield. And Solanke, Alvarez and Holland in forward. Um, okay. And Fantasy Football Hub has Ryan Dubravka in the goal. Zinchenko, Alexander-Arnold, Ake, Byrne, Guardiol, interestingly, in defense. Uh, Saka, Palmer, Gordon, Son, Bowen in midfield, Watkins, Tony, and Kunha in forward. Uh, it was mm -hmm. kind of strange to see Tony here. Uh, yeah, he's so, coming back. Yes. Hmm. Um, and in Fantasy Football Scott, we have Ederson and Trafford in the goal. Zinchenko, Estupinan, Richards, Alexander-Arnold, and Pedro Porro in defense. Uh, Gross, Olise, De Bruyne, Palmer... Fernandez in midfield, Watkins, Foster, and Holland in forwards. Okay. Fantasy football fix has Pickford and Leno in the goal, Chambers, Pinnock, Gusto, Ruben Diaz, and Kufal in defense, Douglas Lewis, Salah, Foden, Son, and Sojak in midfield, which made me a little bit worried because you have both Salah and Son in this midfield, which you might right. need to probably carry at least one of them uh, through. African Cup of Nations or Asian Cup. Mm. I haven't checked the detail, but just warning you. Um, okay. Watkins, Holland, and Wood in forward. Uh, and also here, uh, it was interesting to see Wood, uh, even though like we talked about his projections going up. Uh, maybe, yeah, he's, he's a consideration for some people. Mm -hmm. Finally, if you get the average of all these models, an equal weighted average... Uh, the team you get as optimal is Pickford and Leno in the goal. Okay. Surprisingly, we have Zinchenko, Pinnock, Anderson, Alexander Arnold, and Ruben Diaz in defense. Saka, Foden, Palmer, Son, Bowen in your midfield. Again, you might need to sell Son here. And finally, Watkins, Solanke, and Alvarez in forward. Um, I feel like this this triple for the forward is pretty much uh, fixed for people who are wildcarding Watkins, Solanke, Alvarez. You just yeah. need a way to get back to Holland when he's available. Holland. So maybe yeah. Alvarez to Holland is the move you can consider yeah. because obviously Alvarez will lose his position. So yeah, these are the optimal teams. <laughs> Yeah, and I think like if you don't have Salah and Haaland currently, then 
you know you probably have or you should have enough money still in the bank mm -hmm. so that 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 makes it possible then to go from alvarez to haaland uh, once haaland is back if you want to of course yeah. and the other one uh, yeah there was one of the models that has estupinan who of course was a very popular option at the start of the season but then got injured but uh, i think even tonight he's on the bench so he's close to being back Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's also a player to keep an eye on once he's back he'll probably start to be popular again even though so far Brighton didn't keep a clean sheet yet um, <laughs> but with Estupinan we're ca <laughs> uh, counting also on the attacking output of course yeah. okay yeah. okay cool so yeah that gives us a lot of options mm-hmm and very quickly, I want to show what the like scheduled transfers look like for reviews optimal team here. All right. Um, yeah. So, as you see, this model leaves like seven point two in the bank with for that team value, so a very significant oh, right. sum. And yeah. then it goes for in game week twenty two. It goes from Alvarez to Holland, as I mentioned, and then yeah. Richardson becomes Tavernier, and then okay. Walker becomes Robertson in game week twenty four. Oh. So. <laughs> As you see, so the the uh, the value in the bank goes down, obviously from seven point two to zero point one in game week twenty two, and then zero point four in game week twenty four. So for these kind of plans, I mean, this much of a buffer only zero point one sounds a little bit risky. So you need to be careful with this because if for some reason if people start selling Alvarez maybe early, you might not be able to sell him for the price you have or maybe if you have already invested some value in alvarez so yeah it is yeah. better to check these kind of like plans for your team specifically uh so because you may not be able to afford it or it might be too risky for you again yeah. just just wanted to mention because in case you like you don't want to take a hit after using your wild card right no definitely yeah that's a good point Okay, cool. Well, we covered a lot again. Yes. Um, I think the only thing we didn't cover is the captaincy chart. Is that sure. what you have next? Mm -hmm. Yeah, great. Captaincy, we have some very close values. If we are okay. checking just the ensemble, the average of models, Salah is yeah. the optimal captain with 6.94 EV. Right. But uh, Son is very close. It is 6.82, so he's the second best captaincy option here, uh, playing against Bournemouth, uh, which is funny, like both of them won't be available in Game Week 21. Um, yeah. In the third place, we have Watkins playing against Burnley, 5.9 EV. Again, very close. I mean, there's almost one EV between them, but just thinking that their values are al already like small uh, in comparison fourth place we have Foden <laughs> which surprised me a little bit because I was t kind of thinking Alvarez would have higher EV and Alvarez at the fifth place with 5.65 yeah. um, so if you just check models one by one uh, you can see that Salah and uh, sorry Salah is optimal both in draft yep. hunt and FPL teams models, and you see Holland in fantasy football picks, Scott and Mikael Tokwam. Obviously, they're kind of assuming that he will be available for game week twenty. Yeah. Uh, but if you don't count uh, Holland, fantasy football picks has Son in the second place, Scott has Salah in the second place, and finally Mikael Tokwam has Son uh, as an alternative. 
Um, Son is also optimal captain in fantasy football hubs model. And uh, finally, yeah. Alvarez is the best captain in FDR Review's premium model. Uh, oh. Salah following it almost 4% uh, difference between them. So this game week is difficult. I mean, you can yeah. go one of these players and you might be on the maybe the good end of the stick or maybe the bad end of the stick. I'm not sure. So I'm also not sure for myself, to be honest. No, me neither. And I think a lot of people have a bit of a bad track record now in recent weeks. I think uh, like this game week, a lot of people went for Salah and then he, he blanked. I think the week before it was Watkins, he also blanked. So uh, it's not so easy to get it right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, as I said before, I still own Haaland. So I think I'll just put the captain's armband on him, even though it's unlikely that he will play. But if he does play, then it could be a nice differential in a way. Um, mm -hmm. And my second option, I think actually, it, I think for me, it will be Watkins. I think just looking at the fixture against Burnley at home. Mm -hmm. Even though Salah playing at home is also good, but they play against Newcastle, who, who I rate a bit higher, of course, than than Burnley. Mm -hmm. Yeah, difficult one. Yeah, let's see. Let's see what you will do. <laughs> yeah, I I think I will captain Alvarez. I mean, at at least it yeah. looks like it. But yeah, we'll see. Okay. Yeah, the thing with Alvarez is like he, like yesterday he scored a penalty, but before that he didn't score a goal and and what was it like something like ten game weeks? Yeah. No, so he hasn't scored much lately. But well, he is on penalties it seems now. If if Haaland isn't there, so that's of course a good thing. Yeah. Um, just from a player performance point of view, I think Foden looked really good in the game yesterday. So yeah. Can imagine. I was looking for ways to get Foden, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, it's a bit of a shame that um, it's this game week, right? That City plays against Sheffield, but Salah is still there yeah. because the next game week, yeah, I'll be selling Salah like many people will be doing. And then it could be, of course, an easy switch to Foden, but I don't want to bet on it now because I still want Salah, I think, for this game week while he's still there. And probably yeah. that's what a lot of people are thinking. Yeah. yeah. Yes. All right. Thanks a lot, Sirtop. We covered a lot. Um, any transfers already that you know you will be making? Um, I think I will be selling Son for Richarlison. Um, model was also kind of thinking about maybe selling Salah for either uh, Bruno Fernandez if I you know keep him for longer, or maybe Douglas Lewis so that I can like upgrade Alvarez to Holland in okay. game week twenty one. But I'm you not will sure. be doing that now already for game week twenty sell selling. Salah. No 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 like no like doing it you know doing it this game yeah. week so that I can get Holland in game week twenty one. Um, okay, but yeah, I will sell either Son or Salah. There is yeah. a chance I might keep Salah actually um, okay. through the African Cup of Nations if I kind of believe that you know Egypt will be out in the group stage, but yeah, haven't decided <laughs> on that. So because of it, I think I'm closer to selling Son uh, because there's less chance that I will need to buy him back when he's you know back. But when okay. Salah is back, probably I will want to have him. So maybe right. I can bet on. You know, Egypt, 
getting eliminated already. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. Yeah. You know, last time they made it to the final, I remember. And uh, when Salah came back, he, uh, he wasn't playing too well anymore. So some people <laughs> commenting on that. Like, remember last time when Salah came back, he was out of form. So <laughs> they, they lost in the final, right? Yeah, they lost time. in the final. Uh, yeah. And I think it was Mane, right? And the Mane, other team, yeah. they were both at Liverpool and Mane won it in the final. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And then for this game week 20, any transfers or are you saving one? So, yeah, I think I will just sell Son for Richarlison this game week. Uh, oh, this so game week. Okay. All yeah, right. yeah, so that one is for this game week. I was just... Oh, okay. I thought you wanted to keep Son still for the final game now uh, before he leaves. Uh, I feel like... Yeah. I... <laughs> A little bit difficult. I'm not sure. Yeah. I feel like uh, I need see. to sell like either Salah or Son this game week so that I might I will be able to roll my trans like second transfer uh, okay. for a longer time. Uh, yeah. And uh, so probably the loss I get from the EV just you know selling yeah. Son won't be as yeah. Im- impactful because Richarlison's EV is pretty good. Well, I'm saying this, but I also kind of hate buying Richarlison. I had him earlier in the season. And oh I yeah, you did have him earlier. Yeah. So I'm not sure. <laughs> I feel like no, I was in this position this exactly before. Uh, the dilemma many people will be having, yeah. right? As yeah, I said yeah, before, same. you probably want to still keep Salah and Son for the, this final game, but uh, on the other hand, you you want to prepare also for the for the future. Yeah. Well, in my case, it's easier. Uh, I'll, I'll try to save the, the transfer unless anyone gets injured tonight. But I'll try to save it so I'll have three transfers for uh, game week twenty one, which gives us gives me then a bit more flexibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Anything else you wanted to cover today? No, nothing from my side. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I propose that we again skip the mini league update, even though it's always fun to look at the leaders. But I think with the game week not being over yet, it would give a wrong picture to look at the top three. So I'm sorry for that, everyone. We'll do that again next time. Uh, so this was FPL Optimized Podcast, episode number 72. Thanks for listening and good luck with making your game week 20 decisions. Uh, As always, we hope your arrow will be green. We'll be back with another episode soon. We'll have to see if it will be next week because uh, the game week 21 deadline will only be on January 13th. So I think it makes most sense to record uh, our next podcast a bit closer to the deadline. But maybe we can do something different again next week. Maybe we can invite a guest or maybe we could also do a Q&A session. So if anyone has any questions for us, like a kind of an ask us anything question, uh, session, mm-hmm. uh, let us know. You can contact us via Twitter. Uh, for Surtop, it's at Surtop Bilal. And for me, it's at Belfi BB. And you can also find FPL Optimized on YouTube. And uh, before you ask, so tonight I'm wearing uh, a jersey <laughs> from the team I used to play for when I was young. It's called Rapid Maastricht. Oh, the club actually, okay. yeah, the club doesn't exist anymore. They merged. Uh, but the reason I'm wearing it is that actually a, a childhood friend, and it's a sad story, he, uh, he passed away last week. Uh, so in memory of him and uh, out of a lot of respect for him, I thought to uh, to wear this shirt uh, today. So yeah, that's uh, that's why I'm wearing a shirt that probably nobody knows. 
but uh, for me it has good memories <laughs> you used to play together uh yeah i did use uh, to play actually i played a lot with his brother his mm -hmm. brother is uh my best friend mm -hmm. uh, and at some point i also played with him his name was uh, Mathieu. uh yeah only 47 years old and he passed away so that's of course very sad and um yeah okay yeah, so yeah and uh it's nice to wear the shirt i still have it in my closet <laughs> it's nice uh to to take it out it brings back good memories so yeah all right um it's new year's eve coming up so of course uh we hope everybody will enjoy the new year's eve celebrations and we already wish you of course all the best for 2024 and until next time stay curious and stay analytical goodbye goodbye <laughs>